Hey, welcome to the show. This is John. Cool. Well, today we're uh, chatting with Chris Wiley, and um, Chris has some awesome things going on right now. I'm really pumped to chat with him today. We we spoke a few months ago, and I just I love what Chris is doing, what he's doing with you know with everybody, with his life, and all the cool stuff that he's doing. So I wanna I wanna turn it over to him and let him explain more about who he is and what he's doing. Hey, John. Well, uh, so nice to connect with you again. I really appreciate people like, you know, like yourself who are speaking from experience, helping, you know, get your own brain and mind to adversity. And it's pretty much been the case for me is way back in the day, I had really bad anxiety, panic attacks, addictions, which ended up changing my career plans of wanting to go to law school to now figuring actually, wait a minute, I got to dive into neuroscience and psychology, figure out how my brain works to get this animal under control. And it ended up uh, leading into a full career, getting degrees, psychology, neuroscience, and then starting my own business and, and now getting into working with a lot of clients one-on-one, as well as training and teaching others the skills and technology and, and techniques to be able to, number one, make changes in your own mental and behavioral patterns like anxiety, like depression, like OCD, as well as use those same skills to then be able to go out, market, sell, persuade, and be successful in the business place as well. So I'm Chris Wiley, The Game Changer. I'm with my guy, John, here, and we're going to have a great time. So thanks so much for having me back, my man. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Chris. Well, I know I've been following you since we've been chatting, and I know that you've done some cool like classes, a master class. Um, you have a community online that you've been building. And I, I just want to hear more about that, especially your master class, what's going on. So yeah, we just, just launched the, uh, well, well, because of this whole situation, we got no choice but to, you know, get online. And the new master class is called Brain-Based Persuasion. And it's basically the best of neuroscience, psychology, NLP, and hypnosis handpicked and put together into this course where you learn the skills and techniques I take you through exercises training to learn the skills to be able to influence and change people's brain and behavior and that could be for therapeutically for getting rid of fears anxiety phobias or in terms of sales being able to powerfully persuade and influence people to better market and influence their behavior and basically get them to buy your product so brain-based persuasion is basically taking the best of psychology, one of my degrees in psychology. So what, what actual techniques and principles in psychology are actually practical and relevant, grabbing those lots of principles like contrast principles, similarity principle, reciprocity principle, things that you can use to increase your persuasive power over people with the nitty gritty technical skills like hypnosis skills, NLP skills, how can you use your language? How can you be a more effective communicator to be able to influence what people think, how they think, and their behavior? So that masterclass, that is basically the blueprint where we can take anyone, even your 13-year-old son or daughter, train them in these skills and they can go out and begin influencing people's brain and behavior. Oh, very cool, Chris. Well, how how do people get involved with that? How do we sign up, you know, tell us logistically what we can do. Well, it's just like Netflix. You, you go on Netflix 
you click the program and you can watch the program at your own time and convenience. So uh, oh, cool. as opposed to seasons, we got four full days worth. And uh, the footage was actually derived from a VIP seminar I did uh, before the whole COVID thing live in person. So there's people okay. who are in sales, people who are in marketing, real estate people, teachers, entrepreneurs, financial advisors who are part of this course and training. And I, I recorded it all. Okay. And now put it all into this program. So there's four days worth, 20 hours. Um, you can go to the program, get the program, download it, watch it at your own time and convenience, and okay. uh, actually be educating and learning something good while watching. Yeah, man, that's awesome. See, I love this because especially with me, you know, dealing with mental illness. And I mean, you know, we, we chatted about this before. Uh, yeah. I'd like you to go more into uh, how somebody like me with bipolar, or if you have anxiety, depression, you know, tell me how the, your ideas and your principles, your strategies can help someone like me. Yeah. Well, and great question. This is diving more into kind of the, the therapeutic personal change side. And this is where one of the fundamental problems is, is especially with something like bipolar, OCD, anxiety, depression. The first biggest problem is that you as the individual have very little conscious control over what your brain does. And it's almost like your brain sneaks up on you. And before you know it, you're going from like a, an energized manic phase. The next thing you know, it, you feel like absolute crap, right? And you're feeling depressed. Yeah. And then before you know it, at the own whim, maybe the wind's blowing this way, boom, you're back in the manic phase and you're thinking, oh man, if I could only keep this going, that would be great. Uh, but no, nope, back in the depressed phase. So it's the biggest problem is our brain and its activity is running out of control. And the biggest thing is, and this is where I had anxiety and panic attacks, and that was my demons. And it's not like there was something, it's not like I had anxiety I could put out on the table. It's just, I would do it in certain situations and I had no control over it. So okay. this is where we want to have the practical skills to be able to change our own brain state on demand. So that way, when you get triggered or when you have certain things that fire off these states in you, you have some ability to do something about it, as opposed mm -hmm. to just suffer from it. And then you have to go down the road of, okay, what can I do? What can I take to get rid of this? Right. Yeah. So these are the kind of the mental skills, the applied psychological skills and NLP skills, hypnosis skills to enable you to be able to control your own brain state on demand. Mm -hmm. And then the second part is, is how can you rewire this and build new automated habits? So that mm -hmm. way, John, your new brain's natural state is after three days of performing at a high level, manic phase. OK, well, now, as opposed to going into a depression phase, you can now actually just get into a nice, relaxed, calm state and allow your brain to naturally rejuvenate. So mm -hmm. the key part is, is then using these skills to be able to reprogram what your brain does as a habit, right? Your brain's a learning machine, right? And we have these, you know, we obviously have our genetic predispositions, right? Mm -hmm. So someone like me, my genetic predisposition is I got a brain that fires really fast, which means I can really, really get myself anxious really, really quick, right? Yeah. yeah Unless and until... I learned some skills to take control. So for you, this is where, you know, something like bipolar, this is kind of, you look at it, it's a big beast, 
right? This big beast that could be like this big cloud overhanging you of bipolar, where we have now the practical skills to figure out exactly how your brain works, exactly how John's brain works, because your brain is systematic. And you sitting here right now could even predict when in the future you're going to have difficulty, when you might be depressed, when you might go through a manic phase. So it's not random, it's systemic. So this is, you know, part of what I do is just applying the skills so that way we have the ability to figure out what your unique brain is doing. Because every person who has bipolar, every person who has anxiety, they're going to do their process. It's going to be a little unique because their brain is unique, right? It might rhyme, it might be similar, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be unique. So that's where having the skills to figure out how your brain works. Then once we have that, then we can start to go in mentally and even neurologically start to make some adjustments and changes in the process. So we start to change it and make it something useful for you. Okay. And that's the key barometer. See, the bipolar is a problem is because not only is it out of your control, not only is it something that happens automatically, it's also C, probably something that's not all that functional for you, right? It's mm-hmm. something that inhibits your well-being as opposed to building your well-being. So one, we want to arm you with the skills to have some control of your brain state of consciousness. And, you know, that's where yogis and monks have been meditating for years. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we can give you some specific skills to do that. And I do EEGs. We can even measure as you change how your mind works, change how you fire your brain. You can actually change your brain waves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then B, we want to build some new automated habits, new state-dependent patterns. And then C, we want to make it where this is functional for you. So if you go in a manic phase, hey, maybe that's when your brain goes and you write three books during those three days of manic, right? And then it's like, whoa, yeah. okay, that's actually really cool. And I, okay, I, I'll, I'll deal with that then. You know, I'll yeah. deal with the sleepless nights. <laughs> I'll deal with the little burnout after, but I got three books to show for. Yeah. Well, see, Chris, I love your perspective and how you deal with everything because I think we're we're in the similar mindset of not wait, not letting or uh, not waiting for things to happen and just be like, okay, well, you know, here it is. I'm just going to let life come and hit me. It's more, what actions can I take? Like you said, for our well-being, what can we do to prepare? What strategies can I use? I'm huge with that. I mean, I wouldn't be where I'm at if I just, you know, just kind of let, let up, just let the system do whatever it was going to do. Like I, I'm a firm believer in taking action, taking positive, healthy, proactive action and to help ourselves. And I think the strategies and the techniques that you teach are huge. And, you know, I think that there's so much that's uh, up in the air that we about mental illness anyways. I mean, it seems like it's more of an art for psychiatrists and the medical community, but then you have found these awesome, awesome, you know, techniques that you've used. Like you said, you, you've, you, you've uh, used data, actual data from people to show how this works. And I think that's huge for someone just, you know, like you said, anxiety, like you've dealt with that. Like for me in my community, bipolar disorder or depression or schizophrenia, like the ones where, our minds are so chaotic. And I I love that. I, 
I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love chatting with you and seeing what you're doing, because it's like right down the line with what I believe and I support. So kudos to you for that. <laughs> Thanks, my man. And in yeah. a few a few points in that, it's like, look, you obviously want to do something about it. That's why you're doing everything you're doing. And the fact of the matter is the plasticity of our brain. And that's where even when I was in neuroscience, they were still putting out the meme that the brain was fixed and unchangeable. And now we know that's the exact opposite is that our brain actually changes its wiring and firing in response to experience and stimulation and response to our mental activity. What we do, the environment are in, our brain is constantly changing and adapting. So the fact that you are looking for getting after ways to get control of your brain and get better means that's what your brain's gonna respond and that's where it's gonna to move towards. And yeah. the second key piece is this is something I could only appreciate through real life experience working with people is because, I mean, I would study a psychology course. I get 100% of psychology course. The next day I have an anxiety attack, right? Mm -hmm. So I knew everything about anxiety, but I couldn't do anything about it, yeah. right? So yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I go, there's something not add up here. And the biggest thing I learned is that every mental phenomenon like anxiety, like OCD, it has a positive side and a negative side. It's a double-edged sword. So mm -hmm. something like OCD, for example, where someone gets some compulsive thoughts in their mind that they obsess over and they feel compelled to act on, right? The individual feels compelled to open and close the door 20 times because there could be dirt. Well, this same process, if utilized in a functional area like towards business or towards sales or towards working out or towards exercise, you look at the most titanic entrepreneurs, they're all wired a little bit different. They're all more OCD. So the biggest problem with the OCD, it's not necessarily what they're, it's not necessarily that they obsess about things. It's that they, it's what they're obsessing about and they have no control over it because frankly, time to time we're going to need to have an off button just to shut our brain off and let the process you know be clear altogether so every mental phenomenon has an upside has a downside in fact anxiety is a functional thing anxiety propels motivation 95 percent of people they wait to the last minute to do things because they wait for anxiety and stress to build up to focus their thoughts so when i began looking at all these mental phenomena like schizophrenia, like OCD, as it's either functional or it's not, it, it completely just changed the way I looked at these clients and changed how I approached them. Mm -hmm. And see, I didn't just take things at face value. If I was working with a paranoid schizophrenic and the psychiatrist said he's suffering from auditory hallucinations or visual hallucinations, they just gave away the problem. Visual mm -hmm. hallucinations, okay, so his brain is seeing things and obviously that's producing an immense amount of, you know, for a paranoid schizophrenic, a lot of fear and anxiety. So I just didn't take that at face value. I went in and worked with the client. I wanted to know what they were thinking, how they were thinking, when the devil popped up. So that way I knew exactly what the devil had gotten into him. And I knew yeah. exactly what was going on because once I knew that, then I could begin to have the individual start to take some control over the mental image and begin to differentiate between shared reality and not shared reality. Gotcha. And, and just because they had lost it, you said mm -hmm. it, the brain got chaotic. They had lost the boundary and the distinction 
between what was something in their head and what was reality. And if we could teach that individual, see, I'm always thinking about what can I do to make it so that this individual is no longer schizophrenic so that way they can function. And that's yeah. all I focus on. So if I can get them to tell the difference between an imagined thought or a hallucination and shared reality, then they can begin to get back and get functional and, you know, pass psych evaluations, get out of psych hospitals and stuff. And, and look, this takes so much time in the trenches working with people. It's yeah. just having the mindset of, of, okay, I have anxiety. Okay. I have bipolar disorder. Where is this functional? How can I use this to benefit me? And yeah. where is it not? Where is it a big pain in the ass? Where is it destroying my life? Where am I suffering from? Then once you can differentiate those two, then you can begin to attack the problematic areas and begin mm -hmm. to reprogram them. So like, um, like you were saying, once you have the problem, once you have the root, then you can actually start figuring out ways to fine tune it or change it or what, um, how to go from there. Cause like for me personally, over the years, um, you know, I've learned my triggers. I know what I, some of the things I have to, there are some things I just have to avoid now. So it's cause it's too intense for me, but I'm able to deal with stress a lot better than I did before. And like you said, it's such a process. It's not like an overnight thing. You know, it's like, I have these ideas. I have to, I guess they call it now biohacking. I don't know if you've heard that term biohacking at all. I'm not sure if you oh, have. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, just learning what works for me. And that's what I have. And that's or what I've been doing to kind of uh, train my own self is I, you know, I didn't have the game changer, you know, 10 years ago to help me through this. But, you know, you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. that's what I, and that's what I think is so cool about what you're doing is there, I think so many people, especially right now, I mean, like we were just talking about Europe and Canada in the chaos that's going on, people, the mental health of just an average person is, I mean, it's just going down the tubes and we need so much more help, so many more resources. It's not like, oh, we just need to put a bandaid on and that's it. Like we need actual strategies, ways to you know, improve ourselves, not just like, okay, here you go, take this or, you know, yeah. and that's sort of thing. Cause I know the resources down here in the U S I had to switch doctors the past couple months because my, um, my med doc, she's, uh, starting her own practice and it's, I have to wait two and a half months just to get an initial appointment. It just the, these resources. And that's why, yeah. I think it's so key not to be so dependent on that stuff, but um, yeah, I just, I, I love what you're doing. So <laughs> thanks yeah. my man. Well, I mean, if you're going to be dependent, you're going to be at the mercy of whatever you're dependent upon. So uh, yeah. it's a, a dangerous slope. And this is where we need these, we need fundamental brain and mental skills to get through these tough times. And uh, just to wrap up and tie a bow on the, on the kind of therapy piece, is the number one thing you need to do when working with a client is you need to figure out how their brain works. And you need to do that mentally to figure out the processes, the thought patterns, what's happening to produce, like for you, those overwhelming reactions in response to those triggers. So you need to figure out how 
John's unique brain work? Because once I figure out how your brain works, it'll tell me exactly what to do to get it better. And then, of course, we can do EEGs, um, full-on brain maps to measure your brain and, and measure the changes in real time. And for the biohacking piece is there, you can optimize and change your brain chemistry through a multitude of ways, through nutrition, through changing the environment you're in, through changing your light, through changing how you're thinking, through neurofeedback. So the more you do this, the more you begin to stack the deck to your advantage, change your brain chemistry, which brings us to the fact that every mental problem and phenomenon is state dependent, meaning you go into a particular brain state and it produces those problems. But if you don't go into those brain states, you don't have the problem. And you'll know that even you, my man, you have yeah. glimpses throughout the course of the day where you're having the best time ever. And you're probably thinking, damn, I really wish I would. And these good feelings would stick around for a long time. But, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah, <it's okay. laughs> but we all have glimpses of it. So the question is, is how can we orchestrate more of those positive states, more of those positive patterns that lead us to success? And this is where we have technologies like NLP, the ability to control what our brain does, the pictures we make, the voices, the feelings. You just mentioned you had an intense response to certain triggers. So we could go in and do a little conscious reprogramming to change your body's physiological response to that, right? Because we don't want you having to fear and avoid everything, right? Because right. God forbid you could end up like one of my agoraphobics and you have to avoid everything. And yeah. before you know it, you're locked in your, you know, in your bathroom you know, your bathroom and it's just you and your cat or you and your dog. And then even your dog leaves you because they're fed up with you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> then, you know, you're in trouble. If your dog leaves you or if your then dog avoids you, that means, okay, you need some serious brain work. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, Chris. Well, um, you know, I was thinking too, with your, your website, how can we get into your actual community? Can you give us a little, um, give us an idea how we can get into your website or how we can sign up to be a part of your actual community? Yeah. So there, there's two ways is we have the, uh, the video training products, which are just like a one, you know, one and done thing. So like the persuasion masterclass, you can get the video training and you get the 20 hour video training of brain-based persuasion A to Z and uh, fantastic training product for anyone who's in coaching anyone who's in sales, anyone who does therapy or wants to do change work to help others or even public speaking. I mean, these skills are an absolute game changer to be able to influence exactly what and how people think and how they behave. And we've been talking a lot of kind of generalities here, but really the skills exist for, you know, you to go in, figure out how someone's brain works and make positive changes, you know, in minutes. So mm -hmm. That's one way that's on the website. The other way is through the, the actual club. And I do training webinars every other week where we cover a specific topic like focus, like memory, like anxiety. And I, and I do a live training interactive webinar. And okay. that's all on, all on the website, www.thegamechangerchriswiley.com. Uh, for the Persuasion Masterclass to learn more, it's just slash persuasion. It's right there. You can't miss it. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I basically spent the last 10 years and I mean, I spent my whole life with anxiety before that, uh, but basically trying to take all this complex information, slice through the complexity and find the practical skills. So that way, okay, now you're motivated 
and you have the awareness, okay, I want to do something about, you know, my bipolar. Okay, what the heck am I going to do? And this is like the actual how, the actual brain blueprint to be able to control your brain, control your state, and change those habits and behaviors both in yourself and in other people. Okay, that sounds awesome. That sounds very cool. Well, is there anything else you want to chat with me about in terms of like what you're doing or, you know? Yeah, I, I would love to ask you a question, my man. Yeah. Um, I'd like to ask you, uh, what are three fascinating things that you've learned maybe about yourself or about the brain on your journey of the bipolar battle? What are like some three mega takeaways that you've learned um, through, let's say, you know, going through the fire for a yeah, yeah, yeah. term, you know, for, yeah, for yeah. experiencing all that difficulty, being in the trenches, what are the three amazing takeaways you've learned through that experience? Well, I think the number one thing is taking action not waiting for others to do something for me i have to be the one that advocates i have to you know um take control of okay each day this is what i'm going to do these are my goals you know i'm going to take action because in the end you know nobody else is going to make me exercise no one else is going to make me take my meds or go to therapy or you know drink a lot of water like that's all on me i have to do it and you know we you can either take like you were saying before it's the positive negative i can either take action and become i like to call myself a warrior the bi you know bipolar warrior because i'm changing my life every day I'm not just becoming the victim and like, oh, sorry, this woe is me. So I think yeah. that's the first one. I think that, and that's huge. And then the second one is when it comes to mental illness, like the serious ones like bipolar, um, schizophrenia, you know, um, and I don't mean just those are serious. I mean, just any mental illness. It seems the more like there's enigmatic, a we'll say. The yeah, more yeah. Yeah, no, that's yeah, I love that because uh, because what happens is I found because like you, I've dealt with thousands of people and I've seen so many people, what affects them, what works, what doesn't. And there's always a breakdown of just normal daily survival skills. Just I mean, you and I know we need sleep. We need proper nutrition. We need to drink. We need you know, take care of ourselves, personal hygiene, just yeah. taking a shower, that sort of thing that breaks down tremendously. When we have a mental illness, it's like you said, the functionality piece, you're functioning or you're not. And I found that just making it simple is huge for me. That's what actually, that was another, you know, the second, you know, part of the game changer for me was, yeah. Each day, I actually have a, I have a list typed up that says, these are my non-negotiables. Good. You know, I, you know I, have to, I have to drink eight glasses of water at least. I have to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. I have to make sure there's protein which eat with each one. I have to, you know, I, I try to stay away from sugar and caffeine and stuff because it just makes me feel bad um, yeah. anyways with my mood. So... I, those are some of the things that I do and like sleeping. That's huge for someone with bipolar. I mean, anybody, if, if you, if you have a crappy night's sleep, 
you know, you're not going to function the best the next day. So I try to go to bed, you know, by 10 o'clock each night. And then I'm up by 6 a.m. I exercise, you know, one to two hours every day. I, there are these things that I do because that, you know, other people, they might be able to start, you know, um, you know, they get too busy and they stop eating well, or they stop exercising or, you know, something like that. But for me, I have to do those things if I want to function. And so just, just to be able to focus on those simple daily activities has been huge. So, and then the third thing that I've found, and this is why I'm really, I'm glad that you and I have connected because I'm a huge proponent of taking meds and using the Western, um, medical model, but yeah, I'm huge in bringing lifestyle changes into the mix. So it's not just, it's just meds and that's it. Like for me, I, I'm actually down to the lowest amount of meds I've ever taken now than I ever have in my entire yeah. life. And so that's awesome for me. And you know, I see a therapist every week. So that's kind of like my foundation. I have this treatment plan that I put together based on my daily activities, what I need to do to function, to survive. And, um, that's why, you know, I, I think that there's a place there can, it's not either, or, you know, I think that a lot of people think, well, you either have to have meds or you don't. I think there's yeah. a happy medium, especially oh, yeah. for somebody that has a serious case like me. I've been off my meds before and I just, you know, I, I can't, I'm never going to tell somebody to go off their meds. Um, yeah. I mean, that's been big for me, but I do know that some people can, and that's fine. But yeah. those are the big things for me because yeah. with the meds too, like I was just saying, I'm a huge proponent of the West, you know, the, our the medical model of uh, medication and therapy, but there's other things too, like gratitude, meditation, taking downtime, other Eastern philosophies that can mesh. Because I think with bipolar anyways, it's like you were saying before, negative, positive, it's mania, depression. I mean, if you look at the world, it's it, there's so much like black or white, you know, I mean, even looking at society today, what happened in, 2020 the insane political you know all that stuff it's like extreme extreme and trying to find like a balance between everything has helped me that's i've actually found a lot more comfort and it's allowed me to function more because i can balance it out now it's not one or the other this or that so that's an amazing answer to your question well, hats yeah. off to you and congrats. And I think uh, like some really key points you mentioned that you mentioned balance. And this is where every person, every brain's a little unique. So I, I find it's important as long as you have the self-awareness to begin to think about what you want and what's optimal for you. And then B, you begin to realize that we are a multifaceted dimensional being. We have neurochemistry. We have brain activity. We have mental activity. We have physiological gut activity. And and you can optimize the human being through any angle you like. 
And the fact of the matter is the skills do exist to help you to be able to reprogram your brain and change your brain and neuroplasticity research supports that. I do EEGs every day, brain maps every day. I mean, I see people's brains changing before our very eyes, so it's eminently possible. Mm -hmm. So I like the fact that, you know, you're also consciously bettering yourself while using external tools. And that's mm -hmm. what all these things are, whether it's medications or neurofeedback or even nutrition. These are tools that you can use to change your being. So I think yeah. the fact that you're conscious of that and you're directing yourself to a direction where you want to go is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's really what it's about. So, I mean, if, if somebody asks, is it possible to function without meds? Is it possible to function with meds? The answer is always yes. Like the, the brain is just so capable and the skills and the degree to which we can reprogram a brain is just so sophisticated, so comprehensive. Yeah, uh, the, the, there's really nothing you can't do with the brain, uh, so to speak. It's just a matter of finding a way to do it. Yeah. So that's really the key thing is and and I think it's really a matter of personal preference. And I think the biggest problem people get in is we do live in a magic pill society, right? People yeah. just want to. You know, get something, set it and forget it and think about other areas. And if that's your style, by all means, that's your style. But mm -hmm. for the people who are like, actually, wait a minute. I want to address the actual root processes that are creating the chemical imbalance, that are creating the mental imbalance, that are creating these state dependent changes. Well, those skills do exist to give you to do that. And you're going to have to put in some more work, rest assured. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it ain't going to be easy, but. Yeah, uh, it's eminently possible to reprogram your brain. And it's all about freedom, personal freedom, right? The last yeah. thing I want is me and you to be isolated and dropped on an island. And it's the end of time. And it's just me and you and me and you were going bad shit crazy because we don't have our bottle of biohack bloody supplements. And we're yeah. taking each other's heads off because you don't have your meds. I don't mm -hmm. have my supplements and herbs. Uh, like mm -hmm. that's the last thing I want, right? I want to make sure yeah. me and you, we have the neurological and psychological freedom where mm -hmm. come hell or high water, doesn't matter where the hell we're dropped on whatever planet or any place on this earth, we have the ability to control our own brain, our own state and succeed and thrive. And that yes. includes during this absolute blizzard nightmare that is COVID-19. We will get through it. Yes. Yes, Chris. <laughs> now, in order to get that skill, you just got to sign up for the brain-based master persuasion class and we'll teach you the skills to get through these tough, dark times. We'll get your brain lighting up like never before. That is awesome. I love it, Chris. I love it. And it, um, you said that one, you said it's on Netflix, that the four day. Uh... I'm saying oh, I said it was like, like Netflix. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you Not said go to Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. Oh, cool. Um, I would have, yeah. I would have been a little more enthusiastic and saying that, man, you won't believe it. It's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's just on my website, the game changer, Chris slash persuasion. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a video product. So, you, you know, you get it, watch the video, you get full access four days. It's all chaptered out. And okay. yeah, day one's all NLP hypnosis fundamentals. Day two is a lot of language patterns and applied mm -hmm. psychological patterns. Um, day three, we get into psychological principles of persuasion. What are some actual principles you can leverage? And then day four, we get into like just kind of everything tailored to your industry and 
and what you want to do. So it, it's really comprehensive. Very cool. Hey, I have a question for you too. Yeah. Um, what would you say to somebody uh, who has, who's having issues with sleeping, like insomnia and somebody else who has issues with their energy? Because yeah. I think that's a big thing I've been finding lately yeah. is people are contacting me. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I would say? You know what I would say, John? I, I would say sleep. <laughs> Can you hear me? I can't hear you. You're muted. I don't know why I can't hear you right. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, oh, so, I can so, hear you now. Cool. So to the the insomniac, I would say, look at my hand, and then I would say, sleep. <laughs> and I would induce a trance that would make that pillow the ultimate trigger for the deepest, most relaxed state they've ever felt in their life. Well, they mm -hmm. thought they slept like a log before. They are going to become like the tree, like the <laughs> totally tree. still and stable on a non-windy day. Oh, trust me. You get a little trance dance with me, my friend. You get a little date set up with me, my mm -hmm. brain and yours. Oh, and you're going to be sleeping like a baby and you won't even know it. So <laughs> I fear no anxiety. I fear no insomnia. <laughs> my insomniacs i save all that for when they got to get up in the morning they don't have to wake up and can't go back to sleep so yeah. i find my ways around these things cool cool what about so i i double dare an insomniac to contact me because you might sleep well for the rest you of might actually life. do yeah you might actually get some sleep <laughs> <laughs> and you're laughing and giggling because you know i'm not kidding yeah, no, I know you're not. Yeah, I know it's so true, man. Well, do you, what about the other um, somebody who has no energy throughout the okay. day? They're just okay. That I mean, the two are connected, right? So, um, a more technical, uh, you, you know, we have the two primary excitatory neurotransmitter glutamate primary inhibitory neurotransmitter GABA. So you want to definitely be raising GABA levels, especially before bed, to help you sleep. You fix the sleep and you're going to fix the energy levels throughout the course of a day because sleep and even meditative sleep-like states is when our brain replenishes its neurotransmitters like dopamine and catecholamines like norepinephrine. So we need those sleep states for our brain to regenerate. So this is where uh, magnesium is a magical molecule. Like you, my man, you could be pimping out in your... Uh, Epsom salt bath, the nice magnesium sulfate bath. You put in some nice lavender. You put on the candles, nice red IR light. You play on some nice juicy brainwave entrainment music. You do a little meditation and you go and sleep like a baby. But you make sure, my man, don't you dare do that without hitting that high intensity workout in the morning. So that way your body's primed for that deep delta wave sleep. And if you need, I'll send you some delta super, you know, entrainment brainwave tracks that you can meditate before bed. Right. And then if we really need to, after all of that, you can give me a call and we'll do a little trancing. We'll do a little hypnosis. The whole, yeah. Sleeping like a baby. That's awesome, Chris. Oh man. I love it. <laughs> oh man. Buddy, we are coming. I don't think this self-development's ready, bro. Me and you, we're going to take it over. You're doing your yeah. thing. I'm doing my thing. We're going to light it up. Yeah, we totally are, man. Oh, man. I love it, Chris. Cool, right, dude. Brother. Okay. Well, is there any last thoughts you want to leave with me or anybody else? You know, everybody who's listening? Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll just leave you with one message, and that's all you listeners out there, don't you dare underestimate the power of your brain.
because your brain will surprise you and delight you if you just let it. If you found this podcast episode helpful in any way, please consider pledging financial support to me and my mission of empowering those of us living with bipolar disorder. Your pledge allows me the ability to record these episodes and provide them to you. Thank you for your consideration.